Welcome to CT Is Us, the educational website devoted to CT technology. The presentation I'll be discussing today is three-dimensional volume rendering and display of muscle and soft tissue. The excitement over the presentation of volume rendering at the 1986 RSNA went far beyond the introduction of a new cutting-edge alternative to shaded surface technique, then standard for 3D medical imaging. The initial 3D dataset done with volume rendering showed not only bone, but provided new display capacities with the ability to demonstrate muscle and soft tissue. Over the span of the last 20 RSNAs, we have come a long way from a rendering time per case of 26 hours for 64 select views to real-time rendering with infinite projections in space. With these new processing capabilities came new clinical applications, with 3D imaging as the central or key study component. Some of these applications in our practice include preoperative staging of pancreatic cancer, determining the arterial and venous phase maps in potential renal donors, and the evaluation of aberrant coronary anatomy. Concurrent with new scanner technologies and capabilities have been the development of new workstations, which have unprecedented rendering possibilities at a fraction of the cost relative to a few years earlier. CT has enjoyed double-digit growth for many years in both the hospital and office settings. Some of this growth is because of CT's increasing availability and throughput capabilities, but also because of its unique adeptness for imaging across a range of organ and organ systems. The ability to define the internal organs like the liver, pancreas, and kidneys, as well as the key vascular structures ranging from the arterial to venous anatomy, is the hallmark of current state-of-the-art CT for disease detection and staging. The comprehensive evaluations made possible by 16 and 64 slice MDCT have become the standard for managing patients. In the past, 3D rendering was reserved for CT angiography and orthopedic applications. However, coupled with advancements in MDCT hardware, 3D volume rendering has become an essential tool for the assessment of a range of organ systems, including pulmonary, hepatobiliary, genitourinary, and gastrointestinal applications, due to the inherent versatility of this robust display technique. Three-dimensional volume rendering can also provide valuable diagnostic information about the skin, subcutaneous soft tissues, and muscle. While this application has not received great attention in the published literature, we find it extremely useful in the setting of skin ulcers, infection and inflammation, trauma, soft tissue tumors, pre- and post-operative evaluation, and vascular collateralization. The purpose of this presentation is to explain how to optimize the volume rendering technique for display of skin, soft tissues, and muscle, and to illustrate the clinical utility of this application. Now I'll talk about scan protocol and design. All studies were done on a 64-slice somatom sensation multi-detector CT scanner. All patients were referred by their treating physicians for a range of clinical indications. Unless contraindicated, studies were performed with IV contrast, either Omnipake 350 or Visipake 320, depending on the patient's renal status or clinical history. Injection rate for 100 to 120 CTs of IV contrast was 4 cc's per second. Studies are routinely done using a single arterial or venous phase acquisition, although in other cases dual phase imaging was used. Scan parameters include 0.6 mm detector thickness, 0.75 mm slice thickness, and a reconstruction interval of 0.5 mm. The typical KVP was 120 and the MAS between 120 and 200. 
All images were reconstructed with a soft tissue kernel. The high resolution bone kernel is not used because the images have increased noise which degrades image quality. Once the datasets were reconstructed, all images were sent to a Leonardo workstation running in space for 3D rendering by the radiologist. The evaluation of a volumetric dataset is usually done interactively using a combination of axial CT, multiplanar reconstruction, and 3D post-processing with a volume rendering, and maximum intensity projection techniques. However, for cases requiring soft tissue imaging, volume rendering is the only technique necessary for data post-processing. Images are optimized to define the tissue surface and interface. Understanding how to select and adjust the volume rendering parameters for this type of display and analysis is essential. The surface of the skin is best imaged using the shaded variant of the volume rendering technique. Not to be confused with shaded surface rendering, the shaded rendering variant of volume rendering is designed to show and enhance the boundaries between materials. In the case of the skin, the boundary is between air and the skin. The shaded rendering technique calculates three-dimensional gradients in the Hounsfield unit of each voxel in the data being rendered. The gradient is used for two things during rendering. One, the size or magnitude of the gradient is used to modulate what parts of the volume are visualized. Parts of the volume data that have a small gradient are suppressed from the final image. This causes places where boundaries exist to be enhanced. Two, a simulated light source is placed in space, usually relative to the viewing direction. The direction of the gradient vector is combined with the light direction vector to produce a shading effect in which boundaries facing the light source are enhanced and those facing away from the light source are diminished. An effect called specular reflection can also be used. The lighting effect adds shininess to the resulting image. For the surface of the skin, this often enhances the 3D nature of the skin. The shading is very important for visualizing skin with volume rendering. Unshaded techniques result in images in which the surface is difficult to visualize. Maximum intensity projection is virtually useless for rendering skin. Surface rendering techniques, such as marching cubes, can make good images of skin. However, volume rendering produces similar images and has the advantage of allowing the user to melt away the skin and look at structures within the body simply by changing windowing settings and retain the high image quality typical of volume rendering. The use of simulated light source and lighting effects such as a specular reflection enhance the visualization of places where the skin surface is curving. The curviness is seen because the simulated reflection of the light modulates the color or brightness of the surface over the curving section. Without the simulated reflection, it would be difficult to see curves. This is especially true for small features such as wrinkles, nodules, or bumps. The fact that there is a high degree of curvature in such features means that the simulated reflection will make them very visible. Now I'd like to discuss some clinical applications. The role of CT imaging of the skin and muscle is best considered part of a comprehensive CT evaluation, which would include analysis of the vascular map and bone when imaging an extremity, or analysis of the liver, pancreas, kidneys, small bowel when imaging the abdomen. For the purpose of this exhibit, we will focus only on the imaging of the skin, soft tissue, and muscle to define some of the uses of this imaging technique. The list of applications and the illustrated cases were selected for their teaching points. Many additional cases were available, but are not part of this exhibit. 
One of the clinical applications that CT plays a role in is diagnosing soft tissue inflammation and infection. Defines ulcers in the skin or sites of puncture wounds. Defines the location and extent of soft tissue inflammation, including abscess and cellulitis. And improves the correlation of imaging findings with a CT physical examination. CT is also great for looking at soft tissue and muscle injury following trauma. Can help define the extent of a laceration and muscle involvement in complex muscle injury and fractures. And allows a closer correlation of soft tissue, muscle, and vascular and bone injury. It's also great for looking at tumors of the skin and soft tissue and bone. Can help define extent of tumors such as melanoma and lymphoma. Can define soft tissue and muscle involvement by underlying bone tumors as well. Another clinical application is looking at post-operative changes and complications in the abdominal wall and pelvis. Miscellaneous applications include defining extent of collateral vascular flow in the chest wall and neck, looking at soft tissue mapping and craniofacial pathology, and the use of imaging for combining anatomic mapping of skin with underlying pathology for use in plastic surgery. In part two of this exhibit, we'll come back and look at some cases illustrating these applications.